Usa. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. A lot of emotion here, a lot of temper. What is your name? I told you. It doesn't matter what your name is. Oh. Totally uncalled for. I am the one, the way your son don't need a gun to get respect up on the street. Under the sun, the bastard son will pop the clock to feed himself and family. And here we are with a special NFL draft recap version of the RJO show because, well, I'm a football geek. You know that Jerry's a football geek. And, hey, Jerry, uh, I was wrong about Kyler being drafted number one overall, but I'm still going to defend that. Oh, I would, too. I mean, you, you're, you're, I mean, you're right in thinking that. So, I mean, what do you think? What do you think about them being drafted number one? I know why they did it. I see why they did it. I think it, it, it basically completes the grand experiment, okay? The grand experiment is can we take a guy who was fired from his college job bring him to the NFL and basically say, okay, we're calling you the head coach, but really you're kind of like the director of offensive production and, you know, we'll help you on all the other stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of leniency. Okay. If you want to have breaks every 20 minutes to go look at your cell phone, that's on you, man. But in, in all, in, in really in all retrospect, the only way to complete the, the experiment was to make sure what you had the proper, the proper tools, the proper uh, the 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 need to get Kyler Murray because as you know, uh, Kingsbury came out and at one time had said he is the prototypical quarterback for this system, so they now got him, and uh, you know I, I think it was I think it's what they had to do. I don't think it's what what they should have done, but I think it's what they had to do. I would be remiss if I did not say he is the 44th first rounder all time selected by as an OU grad. Well, I say grad as an OU football player, 15th since turn of millennium, and I think the seventh since 2009. And he's the fifth top overall pick with Mayfield, Bradford, 2010, Billy Sims in 1980, Leroy Selman in 1976, and this is the first time ever that back-to-back -back quarterbacks have been taken number one overall from the same school. And that, if if you needed a recruiting brochure, yes. how, how do you not put that on the front of it? Hey, man, the budget, the budget for recruiting just got a lot less because you don't need a lot of propaganda out there. All you got to do is say, go look at the draft and let me know what you think. I mean, really, it's, yeah, I mean, OU now is in a position where, and I, I thought it was funny. What did what did Jalen Hurts text out as soon as he got picked? He went like, "Well, right. <laughs> basically, like let's go three in a row." Uh, I'll tell you, man. And obviously, it's a, and you know what? You, you can say what you want about Lincoln. You can say what you want about his system. But to be perfectly honest with you, and, and if you want to throw Hurts into this equation, you can. We're talking about three really, really good athletes. Three really, really smart, good football players. Um, Yes, Lincoln had a lot to do with that, but but it, let's 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 be truthful here. Those guys have the ability to be those types of players. Right, right, right. Well, we know a lot about Kyler Murray. We know about the number one overall pick. At number two went about as well as anybody putting together a mock draft. I said it was going to go with Nick Bosa going to the 49ers. Seemed like not just a a good pass rusher, but a good scheme fit for what they want to do. What do you think? Oh, did you see Bosa's dad? 
I mean, he's stacked, hell, didn't he? I mean, hell, he looked like the ultimate warrior. Oh, man, he can still play. Like he, yes. I, him and, uh, who is it, Clay's dad, Clay Matthews' yeah. dad. Hell, yes, like, exactly. Get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys no, doing? Man. Obviously, the genetics are, are strong in the Bosa house. I, I mean, it was a no-brainer. They needed a, they've been trying to find a dominant defensive end. They've, they made some reaches and pass traps. This isn't a reach. I mean, this guy is highly productive. He's highly skilled. He's tough. He's, he's got a motor. I actually think he's better than his brother, Joey. Um, this was a no-brainer pick. Uh, if he can survive the, 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 the political landscape of San Francisco, I think they've already hammered him in his press conference. Something about liked Instagram pictures from 2014. Dude deleted his tweets. <laughs> I mean, if 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 that's the key, if he can survive, that'll be fine. I think, really, to be honest with you, that's that's not the big key with him. It's staying healthy. But um, no, RJ, we we talked about this. I thought the first three picks were easy. Um, going back to Kyler, you know, I kind of thought maybe they weren't, and then the thing that solidified it for me was today, or should I say yesterday? I saw the picture, and I'm like, come on, man. They're all they're all getting ready to walk on this private plane, and and they're like, okay, you'd expect Bob. You got Lincoln. You got the wives. You got the the Murray family. But then the dude that was on the far right gave it away. Hawk was on the plane, the SID, and I was like, that's it, that's it. I got a flip, man. That's that's put me over the edge. So uh, yeah, I went back obviously to Kyler that one, but I was like you. I mean, I I kind of I. I think it made too much sense to not do it, but obviously Rosen probably gets moved tomorrow or this weekend, um, and then they start to figure out how they're going to make him fit. But, uh, you know, third pick, obviously I thought the best player of the draft, the Jets draft, they don't trade. Oakland tried to trade up a couple spots to get them. Uh, they weren't successful. But um, Quinn Williams, who I think is the Best player in the draft with the most upside. The kid looks like he's 12. I need a man counter on him. That's what I need. Every, every time that dude does an interview from now on, I want to see how many times he says man in a sentence, in a paragraph. Because I'm like, yo, man, that's that's Susie Colbert next to you, man. You know, maybe, maybe not yeah. a man to, to her of all people, but nah, Quinnen was just on it. <laughs> he's I'm from Alabama. This is how I'm going to speak. Well, get used to RJ, it. you know as well as I do, buddy. He's going to the, he's going to to New York City, so he better figure it out quick. Oh, I, if if Greg Williams doesn't figure it out, he ain't got to figure it out. You know, Greg Greg's gonna be in there talking about <laughs> f bomb this, f bomb that. I don't. I, I coached in New Orleans. I coached in Cleveland. I don't care anything about you people. Greg is Greg is really good at FEAs. <laughs> FE, do you know what an FEA is? <laughs> an FEA is a, is a is a fake excitement act. Look, look. If you if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. And it, oh. playing playing the character playing the character of Greg Williams is Greg Williams. And well, okay. And thinking of thinking about it in those terms, watching the broadcast, uh, and I'm watching on ESPN more than anything else because I just don't care about what's on the NFL Network and. I didn't sign up necessarily to see what ABC is going to do with the NFL draft. That said, it's been really good. Like, Trey Wingo has been on it. Lewis Riddick has been good. Kuyper's been Kuyper, and Booger's been Booger. But from a production standpoint, the worst part of this entire broadcast 
has probably just been Goodell. You know, I mean, outside of outside hey. of that, like it's actually gone pretty well. I know we're I know we're going down in order, but about five minutes ago, that man was scared. He was scared crapless. Christian Wilkins about put him on his back. It's awesome. That was awesome. I was like, no, no, this is for America. I wanted the personal foul call. I'm so waiting. I'm I'm so waiting for somebody to give me that screenshot of Goodell's eyes about freaking about the size of freaking the sun. Just like, oh my god. This guy loves to tell other people how he works out too. So he's probably gonna get, he's gonna leave the thing talking about how they fall down. How they fall down. Study course. Study course. And you know and you know Roger's gonna act all hard with all of his buddies later on tonight. He's like, man, I knew he was coming, man. It was all good, man. I, I had that thing. Man, that dude would have got that dude, I'm telling you, saw his life flash before his eyes, man. No. Troy Vincent, Troy Vincent was in the back behind the curtain rubbing his hands together like, please hurt that dude, please hurt him. Hurt him. I'm gonna be up front in a minute. I want to go down the worst way. I want to go down the worst way. All right. So, so then Mike Mayock and John Gruden uh, decided to start playing fantasy football with Mark Davis's money when, well, when they take Cleveland Farrell at number four. But I don't – I here's the thing. It, yes, if you look at who is available, is it is it – it's going to be considered what they used to call – and it was funny because Mel had the Mel had the quip of the night. What we used to call in the old times is a reach, um, you know, because he caught so much he caught so much gas over saying that. But you know, it's it's one of those deals where I think they're really trying to build the team on character as well as ability. RJ, if you know as well as anybody about some, this kid was you know, mom and dad both in the military. Um, lots behind that. The kid, the kid's got an unbelievable story. He's a good player. He's not a bad player. I mean, this is a guy who's going to go in the first round, fourth overall. Nobody saw it, but probably starting about fifteen to sixteen, he was in play. Um, I I think it's a big deal with where they're moving. I think that Josh Allen is a better product for what you could get. If you wanted a six eye or you wanted a five technique, you could go get Josh Allen. You could do the same thing with, with Ed Oliver. You don't have to play him at defensive tackle. We, you and I talked about this. You can move him outside. There were other dudes for you to go get who are better at doing what Cleveland Farrell does. And that's kind of the point. Um, I think I think Farrell is a big-bodied kid that's going to get even bigger. I think he's going to end up being a big, rugged defensive end. Um, I don't think you've seen the best from him. I well, I, well, I I would disagree, except to say, look, man, I I saw him go up against Jonah Williams. He got some of them. He got what he got. Jonah Williams also went number eleven. I think there's a reason why he went number eleven. And then, and not, I'm not necessarily sure that that was the best Clemson player available either. In fact, I know it. You're wasn't. right. Oh, you're right. I, I think that I, I, you know, obviously, that the other two were were great as well. Wilkins is tremendous. Um, I just think that I mean, yeah, they're going to get. I, I I saw it put best, and this is a prime example of where people that I know that like to, for instance, I've I've always liked to come in and say, okay, let's let's break down the draft. They got an A. Nope, everybody's an incomplete. 
and I think you know where I'm talking. You know uh, what I'm talking from about hey man, this. Hey man, you but still, I, you still I, got, you still I got a day left. I get, I, 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 I get it. I get that though with this kid. I think that you look at him and he's a C. He could very easily become an A plus. He could also very easily become an F. So this is this is a very very big time potential pick. Yes, I think there were other guys that maybe were better immediate factors, but I'm gonna I'm going to I'm until they prove me differently. I'm going to defer to Mayock. I really respect Mayock, and uh, I, I really respect him uh, not just because he's from Philadelphia, but because I think he's a good personnel guy. And yeah, we'll but he's see. He's not pulling the strings. That's kind of the thing. I don't think he's pulling the strings. I think. Oh, uh, I think no. I think Gruden and Mayock really. I think they do work hand in hand. I don't think Mayock takes that job unless he knows that he can. Him and Gruden. I think Gruden. Gruden's going to, you know, act or definitely feel like he's the number one dude. But still, I think he he takes a lot of heed in what Mayock has to say. Because I'll be honest with you, I think if it was up to Gruden and he was, it was the Wild Wild West. Hell, we might have seen high, we might have seen Haskins taking a number four. I don't think so. I think that that was just smoke. I never thought for a second they were going to trade up and take a quarterback. They have defensive needs like to read about. I mean, and we all know about it. Okay, right. Uh, as, and as much as we want to joke about it, that those were real. Like they they don't have anything on the defensive line. They got to go get it. Just well, yeah. and that, that was kind of where I was going with the Tampa Bay pick when I was thinking about it because you knew it was Devin White or Devin Bush. Right, because the guy that they had in Mike is Quan Alexander. And that dude seems to be like on his way out. And I kept wondering to myself, like, didn't they have opportunities to go get some of these guys coming out of Alabama? Like Reggie Raglan and uh, Ruben Foster and CJ Kelly right. and, and they never did. And then they right. got the the only dude that I'm really comfortable saying is the can't miss guy in the draft in Devin White. You know, converted running back to middle linebacker. I never saw that kid take a false step, and that's – I always see people take false steps. <laughs> he would just stand there, wait for the field to show up, and then go hit it. I love Devin White, man. And the biggest thing I like about him other than his productivity is his leadership. I think he is a leader. I think you're going to see a lot of things change in Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians as the head coach. I know it's funny, and, and you can probably – you know, if you're sitting there saying, are you going to take Bush or are you going to take White, I think that Bruce has proven throughout the years, especially considering his first major assistant gig in college was working for Bear Bryant in Alabama. That's what nobody gets. Bruce Arians is an old dude. He's been coaching a long, long time. His first gig was with Bear in Bama. And after that is when he went to Temple and was the head coach at Temple. But he's very comfortable taking LSU players, taking SEC players. He's taken a bunch of LSU guys over the years. Uh, Patrick Peterson, uh, obviously the Honey Badger, uh, Tyron Matthew. So, no, I think it's an incredibly productive pick. It's an incredibly uh, – it, it adds to leadership, okay? I think it was a was – a, I think it was – right now, to me, besides Quentin Williams, it's my favorite pick of the draft right now so far. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I still got one I like a little bit more. We'll, we'll wait till we get there. But at number six, Josh Allen. I like it because it was the best player. It was the best player available. I always loved that pick. I always loved taking the best player available because you could have talked yourself into Jawan Taylor, 
But we all know that any guy that seems like he has an attitude problem, Tom Coughlin's going to be like, get that dude out of my locker room. Right, John right. Allen is not that kid. Was two steps from going to Dartmouth, ended up going to Kentucky, developed into one of the best edge rushers, to some people the best edge rusher in the draft. I like it. it like I said, it's the best player available. You know what you're going to get out of him. And you probably get a guy that, honestly doesn't make waves in your locker room and knowing that you still got guys like Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette you you can you can use that that'd be nice I think I I think the Josh Allen pick is is was you had to do it I think if they could have done what they really were thinking they were going to do because people like the Raiders weren't going to pull what they did they probably go either the tight end from Iowa by the way the Broncos they came through they went ahead and picked a tight end, baby, just what they needed. They, uh, they got the second tight end from ten, from uh, Iowa, but you you can't stay on the you you can't stay on the on the agenda here, buddy. <laughs> we had to hey, talk man. about tipping picks here on the NFL Network. Hey, speaking of tipping, speaking of tipping picks, man, the dude from uh, Pro Football Talk is just is just oh, tipping Flor- them left Flor- and right. Florio doesn't care. No, I'm looking at the other. I'm looking at uh, Palazzo. Oh, you're talking pro football focus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pro football focus. No, those guys are they're they're covering the draft and and the draft is on a delay on TV. That's all. That's not that's not tipping picks. They're they're on. I mean, we we we're we watch it. I want to say it's a 15 second delay. So Twitter's just fast enough to make it feel like somebody's tipping picks, but that dude doesn't know anything. He's just there. And I would be doing the same thing if I were him. That's not shitty. That's just all right. I'll 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 stay on point. I know you do you do what you do, and I'm just I'm just gonna call you out on it when you do it. That's all. So 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 while we all agree that the 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 Jacksonville pick was the no brainer, are we gonna go back to the Giants pick that we skipped over? Oh man, is that number five or number six? I swear that number five was Jacksonville and number six was Giants. No, number five was Tampa Bay. And then number, number six, six was the number six was the was the was the illegitimate son of Daniel Jones take for a long time. So yeah, Dan, are we going to find out that Daniel Jones is actually the illegitimate child of Archie Manning at some point? No, nah, I think we're going to find out that Eli Manning stole the draft card. <laughs> Every every time every time they talk about this cat, it's like Manning, 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 Camp, Manning. Um, oh yeah, and by the way, he was coached by Cutcliffe, who was Manning's coach. Ah, zero stars, bro. Zero stars. It's a guy that. Yeah, how do you how do you how do you recruiting gurus how do you handle that one? I I don't know, man. Like, if it works, all of us making jokes look like idiots, and the pro looks like a pro. If it doesn't work. Man, I mean, you drafted Kyle Aletta, you drafted Davis Webb. I, I just you you had Jared Lorenzen on the payroll. <laughs> I'm just like I don't. Not the A, and this is not the first Duke quarterback they've drafted. Yeah, Dave Brown, remember him? No, that was brought yep. up. That was no, that was brought up during the telecast, and I was like, who? Like, and I I don't usually go who about football players. But I was like, who? <laughs> it was the second time today I was like, wait, what? Who played the did who? 
nah, man, I don't, yep. I don't, I don't understand. Except that I don't. Who, who up there still flog, like throwing around George Young's handbook like it's the Old Testament? Yeah, they all they 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 seem to reference it from time to time. But I, I thought they were going to actually go Haskins. I know that a lot of people said Jones. I I thought they were going quarterback from jump. I mean, it's been a, it hasn't been a secret. As soon as Gettleman came out with the fake with the fake, uh, we're going to take the best player available on our board. Really, you're going to go for a quarterback? Shut up. Yeah, and uh, and what did they and, and what have they told Eli? Probably. No, I mean, not. really, think about it. Eli gets a kid in there that he knows. It's a kid he likes. A kid that he'll mentor and a kid that he'll prepare and get ready for to take over his job when he retires after this year. Oh, no, man. Eli Manning thinks Tom Brady is just paving the way for him. That's what this is. Nah, Eli Manning's like, nah, you drafted my backup. That's good. I, cool. I'm good with that. You paid me my roster bonus. Remember that? I'm on the payroll. Hell. Nah, Eli Manning's about to be around here in 2032 talking about what's up. What's up? Got no, he's not. Water pistol for an arm. And you gonna throw the franchise behind Daniel Jones? Man, there's some folks gonna be listening to this podcast gonna be like, I feel so bad for Sterling Shepard. Saquon Barkley's like, I'm about to I'm I don't about, I'm about to carry the ball four hundred times. About to touch the ball four hundred times next year. For real? I got I've I've got I don't feel bad for Sterling Shepard at all. Not a, not one ounce after what he just signed this offseason. Have at it. Uh, you're 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 the Odell Beckham Jr. now, son. Like that's that's all that was. Is it? I mean, I, what else you gonna do? You know, you gonna make Golden Tate your franchise wide receiver? I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. All right. Since I'm skipping over them, who who's next? Because we went to seven. Who's at eight? Oh, who's at eight? I'm waiting for the ticker to come back through. <laughs> I'm focused on 25, my man. I'm focused on 25. Is it, uh, isn't it TJ Hawkinson at Detroit? Yes, it's, that's right. Number, number, yes, number, it is, that is the Detroit Lions, and they did exactly what, it, it, what you thought that a guy that used to coach in New England would do. He tried to draft the next Gronk. Uh, I mean... Why can't we ever just be the best, the best TJ? Why do we always have to try to compare everybody to somebody? Because not everybody's a football nerd. I mean, like I would say, if he was half the player that George Kittle was, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like that's that's where I went with it. You know, I'm like, look, if he ends up being half the player George Kittle is, that's a win. It's a win for everybody. That's what how I feel about both of those. Iowa tight ends. It's like let's forget Gronk, forget Travis Kelsey, forget um my man at, at Philly Zach Ertz. Just if he's half as good as, as your man George Kittle, everything's gonna be fine. George Kittle. That's it's true. You know, I mean, who was who was the second best tight end in the league? I mean, you could say Kelsey. You can say Ertz, but third, we all know it's Kittle. Well, this kid's not them because this kid actually will put some hands on people and be a difference maker in the run game. Ertz is a glorified Ertz is a glorified receiver. 
as, uh, most most tight ends that you know by name. Right. Travis Kelsey is. I mean, hey, I I know Dave Bavaro. He used to bench press with manhole covers. Did you know that? I mean, I know, I know Jeff Swain. I don't want to know Jeff Swain. <laughs> I know Rico Gathers. I don't want to know Rico Gathers. Like, I mean, since we're just throwing names out. There. Oh, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now, RJ. We got, we got, we got. Hold on now. We've got, we've got the Eagles have just traded up to the Ravens spot, and the Eagles are now on the clock. <laughs> Come on, birds! Come on, baby! I mean, who is who they going to get? I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I, who's left? Offensive line. Oh, that's Off your territory. That's who I'm picking. Yeah, but who? Who? Yeah, who? The, the the there's that big old dude from Florida. That big old dude. That's a really that's a really good. That's a really good breakdown. Was, that I, big old. Hey man, like I, I genuflect to you, sir, when we're talking about offensive line in the. It's that big. Hey man. Hey man. Man. And that's your squad. Hey man. And that's your squad. <laughs> that's your squad. That's that's your squad. Like if we're talking about the. Cowboys, so live, I don't have a pick. So, I don't have a pick. So, let's talk about the most scrutinized pick in the draft so far, or at least for me, anyway. The number nine pick, the Buffalo Bills took Ed Oliver from the Houston Cougars. Do you want my prediction? Sure. We'll be traded in four or less. Ooh. Why you hate Ed Oliver, man? Why it's usually the other way. It's why, usually why the other way around. Why you don't want Ed Oliver to succeed, bro? It's the other way around. I wish Ed Oliver would see. Hey, I'm all for it, but it's usually the other way around. You you forget. Everybody thinks Marshawn Lynch got got traded from uh, his career start in Seattle. No sir, first round pick, Buffalo Bills went up there, hated it, got himself traded. Darcel Darcel uh, Marcel Darius went up there, Alabama was there less than five, hated it. He got traded to Jacksonville. Dudes don't take well to Buffalo, man. I don't get it. I hope he does, man. I hope he does. I hope he goes up there and tears it up. So, so that was the that was actually where that was actually the spot that I had him landing at quite a while ago. I thought he was no matter what would happen, he was not going to slip past the Bills. Come on, baby, here it comes. I'm not going to say it, oh, but if God. I just, if I go, just say it. This this I can't podcast say it. is taped. It's taped. Just say it. It's not live. Come on, man. Come on, show me the pick. Don't tell me the pick is in and sit there for ten minutes. Come on, my man. Did my man too? Andre Dillard. Is that right? Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard going once. You know who Andre Dillard is? Yeah, offensive guard out of Boston College, right? Is that who it is? Oh, I'm, I'm guessing, dog. Like, this is your pick. This is your team. I'm no, they've already they've already taken that guy's already been picked. Look, the offensive guard from Boston College has already been picked. Me for? 
Because you're the draft guru, man. Uh, no, uh-uh. uh-uh. I'm just, we're talking about your I'm squad. I'm just a fan. No, no. We're talking about your squad. You to do with the daily radio show. You to do with the 10 years in the league and all of that. I'm like, right. this is you. That's why I can't remember names because I've been in the league. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what happened. Oh, my God. I see what happened. I see what happened. Isn't that the tailback? That's the tailback, dude. Isn't it? No, that's AJ Dillon. Oh, that's Dillon. See, oh, they took the big offensive tackle from Washington State. I, I knew they were going. Out. Did I tell you they were going offensive line? Do you have his name, bro? Yeah, Andre Willard. Oh, uh, Dillard. Yeah, oh, Andre okay. Dillard. I had I had him going to Boston College. He's from Washington State. Ah, uh, nah, yeah. man. I'm, I'm just trying to. That's the reason I was saying go in order, Jerry. This is this is the Jason Peters pick. I was saying let's go in order, dog. And you. Well, man, they threw a they threw a freaking wrench the, in the no, whole you, thing, man. You decided you go get excited because Philly's on the clock. They threw a wrench in the whole thing. And now we got a half, we got a half a segment <laughs> about you geeking about a dude whose name was. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I played ten years. I can't remember stuff, man. Oh my God. This Where, dude, man, why would you take a dude from a run as dumb, oh my lord? I, I, you know, who I wanted him to get really, and I'm being honest. To, I'm honest to God. Uh, I swear when I say this, I wanted Philly to get Cody Ford so bad. No, I love no. Cody Ford, man. I love that dude. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down even further. Coached by Bill Bedenboe, football player. Yeah, that man's uh, protect Bill Bedenboe at all costs. We've already got one on the other side. We get this one on this side. The the, the NFC East would be the land of the OU offensive lineman, man. We got Williams down to Washington. Got him covered up. Can't get him. Can't get him to Dallas though. No, man. Can't get him to Dallas. Got to deal with the friggin' Eagles. <laughs> well, I, I, Cody Ford's, I, I, I will be shocked if he's not a first-round pick. Shocked. Well, I mean, it's everybody seems to have him locked to 23 to, you know, the Texans, but you know what? What even? Well, you know what? On? You know what? Are You're right, though, RJ. That might that might be where it happens because the Texans wanted this dude. They wanted they wanted the Diller dude, and that's why the Philadelphia Eagles traded up because they wanted to get him because they wanted a pure big left tackle because they got to replace for for Peters. They got to treat try and keep Wentz healthy, so they could always bump Peters down inside to play guard if he allows it. But you're right. I mean, that's a big. That that's why they that's why they moved up to get him because the Texans wanted Dillard. So maybe now the Texans who are actually on the clock right now pull the trigger on Cody Ford. This might be where Cody Ford goes, but I'm not going to say nothing. We'll just wait for 15 minutes before we get there, okay? And then we'll act like we'll act surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Who you want to talk about now? I I don't even know where we're at. I lost track. <laughs> I, don't, I lost track. I, I came in here with a plan. I was planning to stick to the plan. 
and all of a sudden we're over here talking about Andre uh, Dillard offense tackle outside of Washington State and waiting on Cody Ford to go to number 23 to the Texans. And then you're going to see what the hell the Raiders are going to do at 24. All right, we just talked. We just talked about. We just talked about Josh Allen. We got down past the uh, Lions and their pick of. Uh, and, then you, and then you were talking noise about Ed Oliver because he's. Yep. Like then we got Ed Oliver. Who yeah, because I was going to follow up with that. Like, who should be drafted? Okay, here was okay. Here we got a great topic. Okay, so here we go to number ten. Number ten, the Steelers. They make the trade, the first big trade of the night. They trade up to the number ten spot. Everybody knows they want linebacker. They draft inside linebacker, MC Hammer, University of Michigan. Okay. Rashawn I oh, Rashawn Gary, I I kinda I kinda thought he would have been the dude that knocks off Marlowe in like season number fourteen of the wire. You seen the wire, Jerry? Yes, I have seen the wire. That's what he looked like to me. He he, he looked like a dude to just you know, coming up as a pup with Kennard, you know, ready to assume the corners. And that everything Dude. is about his name. What you think of his outfit? Rashawn Gary or, Dev or Devin Bush? Was it Rashawn Gary that had the outfit or Devin, Devin Bush? Bush? I thought it was Devin Bush. It was Devin Bush that had the outfit, but I thought we were talking about Devin Rashawn Bush Gary. is the one that looks like he he's, he was a he was a double in a Prince video. Yeah, that's right. Mashup of Rick James and Prince. Like, you know, I had somebody tweeted me, and, I, and uh, I think it was L.A. Sooner tweeted me. It was like, yo, how do you want to look for the draft? And dude was like, you ever seen a dude that's been a half outside a straight jacket? <laughs> Say no more. That's, that's beautiful. I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, that was definitely some interesting gear. All right, so what do you think of Devin Bush? Do you think he's a guy that you trade up to number 10 and give a bunch of picks up to get? Nah, man. I mean, I, well, I take that back. For the Steelers, yeah. Because you're not going to get Shazier back. Not in the way that he was. Not anytime soon. You got to go sure up your Dick LeBeau 3-4. Brian Shazier is not playing football again, man. I'm sorry. What? I, I mean, I get you on that, but I'm just saying that you still yeah. have that need. You know, yeah. you still got that need and go go fill that need. And they obviously right, which is what they, is, which is what they did. I mean, that was the first time that you saw a team, I think, well, I guess you could say the Giants did it at six when they reached for – you say they reached when they went with the quarterback. I don't think we can – is it safe to say, RJ, your opinion on this, man? I wanted to ask you this. Is it safe to say that we cannot use the term reach for anybody that takes a, um, a, a quarterback in the first round because you have to totally look differently at that position and that you just you just have to see it that way, like – Dude might have been really rated a fourth round pick, but he's a he's a quarterback, so therefore he gets first round consideration. I don't know that you could say. I think you got to say reach yeah. on quarterbacks, but I also think quarterbacks are so different, you know, because everybody's looking at quarterbacks going, "Do I have my guy? Is that the guy that I need? If that's the guy that I need, then I just draft him, because you know, there's only one of those. You know what I mean? It's not like anything else where you could. It's not going to take up a tremendous amount of your space. It's not going to be a tremendous amount of your investment. It's not going to be a face of your franchise, which is why the Daniel Jones pick is so infuriating. You know, because if you're reaching with a quarterback, we're all looking at you going, why? There's no need to reach for a quarterback. You know, you can draft more linebackers. You can sign more linebackers, any other position, literally any other position. But if you're stacking quarterbacks, 
do you have a plan? Well, I think it's, it's it's like this, though. I think with the quarterback thing, I don't think that they could have. If you've got one you really like, and you have the opportunity to take them, you take them because there's not many of them. They're not going to come back around, and you will really in 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 certain instances, especially tonight, you get one shot. That's it. And um, I can see why they. I think I can see why the Giants took them where they did. That's why today when we did, we we went through our first ten picks on the show. That's why I had them taking quarterback. Now I had them taking Haskins. I should have. I should have. That's the one. That's the one. Nobody pick I had, myself him, out on. had him taking Jones, bro. Yes, that's the one pick I faked myself out on because I pride myself in in looking at historical trends and his and history of things. And and the Daniel Jones deal with the relationship with the Mannings was just freaking blazing me in the face, especially with the Cutcliffe thing. And I'm like, nah, it couldn't be that easy. Nah, it couldn't be that easy. And it was that easy. You know, just like Kyler, it was we, we should all figure it out real freaking fast when he signed uh, Kingsbury's agent. I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, well, it's like I said. And, I, and you and I have talked about this at length in, in other instances, but when it makes all the sense in the world to everybody, you talk yourself out of it. You talk yourself out of it just because you're, you, you think that you're not as smart as you are. You think that the people that are making these choices aren't as smart as they seem to be or that somebody's always working an angle. And more often than not, it's true. And that's why we think it. Because so many of us are used to being taken advantage of in life. So many of us are used to watching people pull the rug out from under us. That's something that looks to be so plain and true. You don't trust it. You know, like, I, I'm, I'll make it real world. Um, when you knew that you wanted to marry your wife, was there part of you that was second guessing it? No. Yeah. But other people in your life? What do you mean now? Look, Other look, people in my life, were they second-guessing it? Yeah. No, actually, no. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, I, I think if you'd have brought that out to the rest of us, right, where we're all watching you make I think a decision. You, I think you should probably, in my scenario, flip that. Okay. <laughs> they were all like, really? Was that What? <laughs> nah, man, I, I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. But um, it's... uh. It was to me this whole quarter. I, I just have learned. I think the quarterback thing is just out the window. You never know. But uh, anyway, number eleven. If we get to eleven, the Bengals they take Jonah Williams, who I think is the best O lineman in the draft, and uh, yeah, was a very. You're not, you're not easy buying pick. the short arms theory. No, I'm not. No, unpack that though, because like football fans, the the the, the casual football fan would be like, yeah, longer arms make you a better offensive lineman. Shorter arms make you not so good in offensive linemen. Does that not follow? RJ. No, I mean, I mean, let me, don't, let, don't me let me give it to let me give it to let me. I'll, I'll go ahead and pull a coach, a, a Dave Raider, my coach in college, who used to love to ask questions. He used to love to answer questions with questions. Um, Sounds a lot like me. <laughs> it does actually. You guys, you guys are very, very uh, intellectual people. Um, okay. If if I've got a, a single shot shotgun or or a semi auto, 
does it matter if I don't know how to shoot them, how many shots I have? If, I, if I'm an ace shooter and I got one shot, or if I don't know what the heck I'm doing and I got three, it, it, it doesn't – basically what I'm trying to get at, the, the, the arm theory, if you don't know how to use them, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. But now you got to saw it off. <laughs> so I understand, but I'm just saying, I, I, I think there's some things, there are some things that are incredibly overrated in, um, in, uh, in football. Okay. The number one thing that I think is overrated in football and, and, I get this, I have to fight this argument all the time. I think the number one statistic that is overrated in football is height. Height. I think that if a person is, is, is a, is a, is they're short, but say they're, they're a longer person, a longer athlete, long arms thing, but they're not real, they're not super tall. It's length. I mean, I remember seeing Allen Iverson for the first time and I'm like, you know, I used to think like Allen's like I think six three, uh, but he, yeah, but he, you know, yeah, he, he's he so long. He looks like he's six eight, Ooh, and it's you know, good. you know, what I'm trying to say, it's like that you got length to you. I I hate the height comparison thing. That's why I laugh about how how absurd is it that Kyler Murray made X amount of millions of dollars tonight. Because he probably had an aversion table, gravity boots, and a chiropractor in his room that got him a half an inch before he went and and, and measured his height at the combine. Well, I mean, it, it, your thing is girth and width, and and how sturdy are you? And I understand that. I get that. So, like, if if Jonah Williams weighed two hundred eighty pounds, you'd probably be out on him. I get that. I also get that as a yes. short, as, as a short person. Hey. Hey, I gotta, I gotta say this, man. And I know we're, I know we're, we're, we're trying to go down through the picks. But dude, the nine, the nine one eight just had some really, really good stuff happen. Raiders just took Josh Jacobs in the first round, man. Hey, McLean, stand up, McLean, hey. right there, Josh Jacobs, hometown Tulsa, Oklahoma. Boy, sleep. Father Marty raised five kids as a single parent. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah, I mean, and and also. Good on John Root and Mike Mayock making an informed decision. Yes. Okay, That's so, what I'm trying to tell you, dude. What did they just do again? Character. Ooh, okay. Here's my beef. We're not talking about character. We're never talking about character. We're never talking about character. We're never talking about character. character. We're talking about can you make good decisions? Do you have common sense? We are not. I understand. The common sense is you take guys like Josh Jacobs. That's common sense because he's a character kid. Well, no, I'm just saying that, that Josh Jacobs might actually have some stuff that you don't like about him. Might have some stuff that you, that none of us like about him. But he has common sense enough not to do that stuff in public. You know, like I, I understand the argument that you're making and I get that mine's kind of adjacent to it. But it's just one of those things that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way when we're talking about character. Christian Wilkins has character. You know, that dude, yeah, president I agree. of whatever, right in the room, makes good decisions, has enough charisma to give Roger Goodell the business when a lot of kids up there are scared to do that. 
You know, that's that's what we're talking about character. But I don't think the character is spoken about with the with the in the way that it needs to be when we're talking about professional athletes. We're talking about, hey Baker, maybe stand there and let the cops talk to you. Don't run away and get tackled on security footage. You know what I mean? Like that's are we talking? Is that but character? See, I don't think Baker doesn't have character. No, I, I'm not saying that you don't. I'm saying that that's a decision where people would start to talk about his character when they should be talking about his decision making. I think Baker has character. It's why he was picked number one overall. I think Baker Mayfield is a, is just he's that dude that wears his heart on his sleeve and he's a fierce competitor and he does all that stuff. I mean, I I don't have a problem with his character. You you know as well as I do, you can figure out real quick about character issues because even the dudes on your team, I had a conversation about a dude today that that that, that played at a school in state, and I was like, well, man, I said I I was, I was trying to contact this person, and then the person was like, well, I, I mean, I don't know, man, he, uh, he wasn't the greatest of teammates, and I'm like, wow, really? And and I think that. I think when it gets down to it, man, even your team, like, they're gonna they're gonna call you out if you're not doing it right. They're gonna call you out. But I I I think that's I'm so happy for that kid, man. I think that was that that just to me that pick solidifies what I think those guys are trying to do in Oakland. I don't know what they're trying to do in Oakland because you still got uh, I'm gonna, I you know let let me let me wait till they get to Vegas before I really start to go in on Oakland because I see I, I think that go I'm sorry RJ go ahead because no, I got a theory about this no go ahead please I think that's a big part of this you gotta you gotta you you gotta have some you gotta have some self restrained some some kids some cats on the team that you're getting ready. This is, I know they do it in hockey. This is unprecedented. You're all in the town. You're going to be in Vegas. Dude, Vegas is a, that, that's, that's a different world, man. I wouldn't want to be the head coach of a team in Vegas. I wouldn't want to be the head coach of a team in Vegas. Because I'd be sitting by my phone all night long, figuring, waiting for, waiting for the, waiting for the head of security to call me. That's, well, maybe, but I also think you got one job. If that's your job, that's your job. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> if your job is to be on the radio at 11 a.m. in the morning, yeah, that's, that's your job. You know what I mean? So, like, whether it's, the ra- whether it's Vegas or, I don't know, where's the worst place to have a franchise right now? Buffalo? Easy. Okay, okay. I mean, but, but you get where I'm going with that, right? It's like you like you can't like you can't get in trouble in Buffalo. Oh, you, you can get in trouble in Buffalo. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So like a dude that's gonna get in trouble gonna get in trouble. Dudes that wanna go out into the desert and shoot rattlesnakes, they gonna go out into the desert and shoot rattlesnakes. I don't see it that way. You know, and if you're drafting character, if that's your job, then maybe you draft a bunch of dudes that wanna go shoot rattlesnakes in the desert and don't wanna go to strip club. Maybe that's what you do. Or maybe you do some stupid stuff and you go sign Vontaze Perfect to the Raiders. Well, that's a good call, too. Yeah, but just like I'm saying, like, that's what I said. You talk about character. What you signing Vontaze Perfect to the Raiders for? 
What's that going to do for you? That's going to make your locker room that much greater, knowing that that dude tried to take out your star football player, who, by the way, has been labeled a cancer himself. You ain't got no character locker room. You got a bunch of dudes that can play ball. I don't believe that, RJ. Which part? That that they don't that nobody cares about character and nobody cares about trying to bring good people into your organization. Then tell me how Vontez Burfick fits what you're trying to do. There's always outliers, RJ. Okay, tell me how Antonio Brown fits what you're trying to do. Antonio Brown has he done anything bad? Yeah, he didn't show up to work okay. for a game that could have got them into the playoffs. It's uh. It's. It, I don't want to take this 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 thing we're doing that way. Okay. But I do still believe, and and then maybe maybe that's an issue. Maybe that's an issue. Okay. Maybe that's an issue, and things that we you know. I believe in second chances. Okay. Okay, but I like for instance, there's something going on three and a half hours north of us that's that's a pretty sick situation right now yeah not not real sure that 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 guy um until all the facts i guess all the facts come out or whatever i guess like it's legally they won't they won't do anything but league-wide they probably will um that's a problem but that's what you get when you take a chance on guys that you know do things like that in college and you give him the opportunity. I'm all for giving a person a second chance, but Marquise Brown, the Ravens, bro. <laughs> did you call that? I did. You did call that. I did. I got everything. Good for Marquise. I, I mean, I got. I did. Did, did I, we've been talking? Did Cody go to 23 to the Texans? No, they actually took a kid from Alabama State. Oh wow! They took the tight end. Turn no, they tackle. took a yeah tight end turn tackle. Yeah, yes, quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, uh, but um, two for I just four. think character. I just think character means something. I do. Call me old fashioned. You know, call me whatever. I just think that you that if you're trying to really put something together, I'm not saying you're going to be squeaky clean. Like I said, I think I think Baker Mayfield has a ton of character. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't be ornery and do some ornery stuff. Orneriness does not mean you don't have character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and, and, I, and I get all of that. I do. I'm also saying that I don't think that anybody in the NFL knows from character in the way that we think. I think that they all do their due diligence about who in that locker room is not going to get me in trouble. Who's going to show up to work? Who's going to do what I right. ask them to do? Who's going to do what I tell them to do? I don't really think they look at it in the way that you and I might look at it when we're trying to raise kiddos. I just don't. Because, they, because You're right. I, 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 I think that's that, that way in a lot of cases, but I also think that there are, there are picks made because of it, and I think there are teams that try to build with it. And I think that, you know, for all your Vontae Burfix out there, you've got Josh Jacobs that gets picked. The kid from the kid from Clemson, they took fourth overall as a character kid. I, I do think that it still does hold hold some water. If it didn't, um, you know, I don't I don't think that uh, 
you know, why would you, why would you have all these interviews and everything? If it didn't mean, why would you do all this fact finding and have all these interviews? If some of that didn't mean anything. Because you're trying to see why. Because we live in a world where people are trying to see why. Well, if it doesn't matter, then why even worry about see why? Uh, good point. But I also, I don't know because if you're, if it doesn't matter, I mean, to, to reference, I'll, I'll, I mean, I know you don't want to take it there, and I don't want to take it there any more than you do, but they drafted Tyreek Hill, man. They did You're that. right. You know, they did that. I wouldn't have, take, I wouldn't have taken him. Right, and, and why did they draft him? Because the dude can play. Right, the no, Browns are in the same boat. The right. Browns are in the same boat. I hate that. I, I hate that. I, want, I hate that so much. That they took Kareem Hunt? That or they that, took Kareem Hunt, that Kareem yeah. Hunt has a job. Right. Like, I, I get your second chance, but you don't need a second chance playing football. You don't need that. Nah, man. And playing, playing professional football is still a privilege. It's still a privilege. There's guys picked tonight. There's guys picked in the first round tonight, the defensive tackle from Mississippi State that has suspect stuff out there on film of, uh, of, a, of a fight between girls and stuff he was in the middle of. I mean, there's – you're right. Ultimately, you're right. In most cases, RJ, you're right. In most cases, talent will overcome the character card, and teams will take chances because the guy has exceptional, exceptional talent. But in most cases, like it's going to do with Tyreek Hill, like it did with some others, it'll rear its ugly head at some point. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. So let's give me. Let me try to get us back on track. I think we were into like we went past Devin Bush. We went that was I think that was at ten. Steelers yeah, here's where we are. At, we're at here's 11. where we are. So we got we went past Devin Bush, talked Jonah Williams, uh Rashawn Gary right. from uh, Michigan, he goes defensive end to the Packers. Uh sometimes I wonder if the Packers they're owned by the, the city of Green Bay. I often wonder if they have like uh, a raffle to see who's going to get picked. They've done some really weird things lately in the in the draft. Today they're trading around and doing different things. They take Gary, a guy who has got injury issues uh, and other things that he has he has some issues with. I don't know. Did you like the pick? I, I don't know what to do with the Packers because I thought that they would have taken Hawkinson or Font or Fant. Excuse me, no Fant. Right. Because I thought that they would have needed somebody to just do what they expected Jimmy Graham to do and to give Aaron Rodgers some help. But, you know, they apparently don't want to do that with a wide receiver. So I was also thinking about that. You could do with somebody to be out there to help you, man. Um, oh, goodness, now I'm blanking on his name. Number one wide receiver for Green Bay, pro bowler. Amazing dude. Just didn't have any help out there. Oh, Jennings? No, Jennings is gone. Devontae oh, Adams. you mean now? You Devontae mean right Adams. now? Devontae yeah, Adams. Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah, you need somebody to help him out with. And I thought that perhaps you would have got a tight end or a wide receiver right. help with that. But also, you know, Gil Brent pointed this out. They went with a bunch of dudes that can pass rush and help them on defense over the last three months. But they also lost Clay Matthews yeah. to L.A. So they needed a pass rusher. They needed to answer for Clay Matthews in the worst way. So I can't hate that pick. I really can't. Uh, it's 13... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just I was just saying that I think that they feel the need. 13, everybody thought that Miami might go ahead and reach for a quarterback. They took 
the second of three Clemson D linemen taking in the first round. They took Christian Wilkins, a uh, tremendous player. I think he's going to be a superstar. Yeah, and he would be the face of this draft class for me. Like, if I needed to put somebody out in front of this draft class to talk for it and to be its spokesperson, hands down be that cat. Everything about that dude, I love. I mean, his- I'm with you on this one. I, I, I had him actually in my mock – uh, going to, um, I believe it was Detroit. So I think that he's a tremendous player as well. I think he's 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 I, got okay. Well, you don't want to talk about character, all right? No, I'll talk but about. I'm just it. telling you, you're starting to see you're starting to see teams that are putting out year after year those types of kids. Oklahoma is one of them. Okay, again, this draft, I mean, Marquise Brown gets picked, and you'll see it. I mean, he's he's crying in the green room. I mean, he's so happy, so relieved. And I don't think that the Ravens or anybody else maybe take a chance on him, but look at what he tried to do to play for his teammates, knowing he, what he was going. I mean, I don't know if anybody's had a foot break or a foot injury. A Liz Frank injury for a receiver that is about the most debilitating thing you could imagine. And he went out there and played. He wasn't effective. We all know that, but still he went out and suited up and played character guy. I think, okay. I think there are two, there are two, two points that I want to make on that. One is you're right. Um, the second is Terrell Owens did some version of that. And people yeah, he did. forget it because they just don't like Ter- Terrell Owens because they believe he's not a character guy. Um, and yeah, he went out there on one ankle and had 10 catches yeah, for 120 did. yards. So, I mean, yes, he did. So, I, I mean, that's one aspect of it. The other part of it about it is having some sort of experience like this when I went $40,000 toward my student loans from Natural Light and I came apart. So a lot of that, yeah, you're going to come apart in that green room the day you become a millionaire doing the thing you love to do most after the way that you worked to get just to the opportunity to have this happen to you. And, and, the, and the number of people behind you that also make this possible, yeah, you're going to be overwhelmed. But I also think that Hollywood was playing five years, or five, five years, five minutes from where he grew up at their Orange Bowl. You know? right. He also knows that at the very least he can go out there and try to be something like a decoy because nobody knows whether or not he's ready to go. And that means that you got to plan for him. And if you just kind of stick him out there, kind of like with the uh, – Folks will remember for Friday Night Lights, they just tried to stick Booby Miles out there on the sideline as something like a decoy. Just get you thinking about it. I get all of that. But I also want to commend the kid because there aren't a lot of dudes that would have came out. I mean, the Thorpe Award winner decided to skip the bowl game because he didn't want to get hurt because he wanted to protect yep. his future. And I also think, in the one hand, yeah, cool. You went out there and you played for your team and you think that that's great character. I think it's stupid business. I think you can be both. I think you can have great character and be a stupid businessman. I don't necessarily think the great businessmen have great character. I, I don't. I mean, there's not too many Tom CEOs. So basically, that. in your world, there is no character. No. In my world, there's character, but not without cost. Me having honor about what I do, me me keeping my word, me trying to make people better around me at the, at the expense of myself, that that's character. When you kick in money to a nonprofit like I do, that's character. That's money you don't get back. 
But you don't you so basically you're telling me you don't think you can have character in the way you play a game. No, I think you can have character in the way you play the game, but I also think you need to acknowledge that you're giving up money. That's part of it. We're not but that's that's a totally to me that's a totally different equation. That's not even what we're talking about. We're talking about the will I mean to me to me to me Kyler Murray he's a character guy. Cody Ford, I think he's a character guy. I think that I think right now your three schools that are putting out guys that are that are that are players that the NFL wants. You got, and I think there's three schools that are kicking everybody in the face right now. One of them's Oklahoma, one of them's Alabama, and one of them is Clemson. There's a reason. There's a reason why those guys keep showing up. And I know it's because they're talented, but there's other reasons as well, I think. And, no, they're not just getting picked in the first round because they're character guys. I'm just saying that's a big part of it. It's it's part of the – you have to have – to me, you have to have character to be able to do some of the things you do when you play the game of football, if you do it well. That's why I have issues with – that's why I have issues with Ed Oliver. You ask me all the time, why do you hate on Ed Oliver? Because Ed Oliver's on the sideline fighting about a freaking sideline coat. Ed Oliver, before the season starts, announces it's his last year and has like a going like a like he's Cal Ripken and he's leaving after X amount of games in a row. I mean, I I I don't think that you know, I just I those are where I have some issues. Call me old fashioned, call me yelling at clouds, whatever you want to say. It's just I think that that stuff still matters in sport. I really do. I think it matters. I think it's also a matter of context because one of the things that, you know, you and I have talked about is, re is recruit tweets. You know, nobody seems to have a problem with Dwayne Wade going on his victory lap that seems to last forever or his eight-minute intro. To, to me, that's different. Dwayne Wade earned that. I, ooh, I think Ed Oliver earned that. No, he didn't. Oh, hell, yes, yes, he did. Yes, he okay, did. so then why doesn't everybody have a victory lap? Because not everybody gets to. Why? Uh, look, uh, you're asking. Why not? Me. Hey, hey, if it's good for him, it's good for everybody. Well, if you can get people to care about what you do, then you get your victory lap. If people don't care about what you do, then nobody cares for you have a victory lap. Go have it. It's it's like anything else, man. If enough people care about you, that's what makes the victory lap. You saying you're doing it. You going out there to do it does not make a victory lap. But see, that's the thing. Other than was, I don't think that that he, I don't think he had the. Uh, I didn't care what he came to Tulsa if he's taking a victory lap or not. I well, hey man, I, I like I'm sure that there's a bunch of Thunder fans don't care about Dwayne Wade coming to Oklahoma City to to get his well, jersey. Well, I won. think that I think that they there. I think that's the difference. I think there is. I think a guy like Dwayne Wade is is a coast to coast guy, and I think that a guy like Ed Oliver changed the direction of Houston football. Oh, here I thought Ed it was Oliver the is now. Tell me the last number one overall draft pick for any. Team here I thought it was Houston. the. Here I thought it was the Fertitas. I thought it was those guys that did it. Yeah, I thought they were the ones that changed the direction of Houston football because they're the ones building everything. If money changed the direction of Houston, oh, oof, I'm about to, I'm about to get hot. If money changed the direction of a football team, yeah, do you not think that there are some football teams around that wouldn't be, you know, pretty doggone good? One be, I don't know. Let's say with Oklahoma State, money changed that football team. Yeah, it has a lot of ten win seasons, a lot of six and six seasons too. 
lot of ten wins. Hey, in Houston, how many worst, twelve championships? In Houston, and worse, in Houston's going to have a whole bunch of ten win seasons. Because they got one Ed good Oliver player. Played. So you're saying they got one good player, and that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. It takes one one good player. Yeah, actually, Lincoln made this point because he was talking about with recruiting and the spring game and how much money they spend on that as an event. And he would say it just like with Kyler. Look, even one of these guys turns out to be pretty doggone good. It changes the fortunes of a program. It, it, one player. One player. So you put the money in to go get the player. And if, if Tim Fertitta wants to – or Tillman Fertitta wants to show up here and say, look at what I did, fine. You go ahead. I'm going to look at what Ed Oliver did because you can pay for it. Ed Oliver still got to play because we still care about what you do on a football field and what looks on a scoreboard. I don't care about how good your facilities are if you suck. There are lots of pro football programs around with great facilities that suck. And if you don't have players, you're going to still suck. So if you deserve, yep. if you think you deserve a, a, a victory lap, by God, have your victory lap. And if, well, you, that's and if Major Applewhite wants to go at your neck because you got on a jacket, guess what Major Applewhite gets? He gets fired. Yep. Why? Because they sucked. You know, like so I don't I don't buy this part about Tillman Fertitta doing any more than I buy Boom Pickens did anything. You still gotta have Brendan Whedon come through. You gotta have Justin Blackman come through. You gotta have Des Bryant come through. You know, yeah, how many okay, no, keep going. Keep going. You're making my point for me. Please keep going. Well, I mean, then why not give those kids victory laps? If they want to come out and say this is going to be my keep last going. year, why are you mad about it? What did you post today? How many – who led – up until today, who led the Big 12 in first-round picks? It was a tie, brother. Six and six. Okay, six and six. Yeah. But still, they're tied for first place. Is that where you want to be? You want to be – okay, fine. Cool. No, no, but what I'm saying is that is you, you're, you're – it's one player. Is it? Is it? Because Where are the rest of them? Okay, so 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 you want to okay? Let let's let's walk that out then. Walk that out. If Justin Blackman wanted to say this is going to be my last season, in Oklahoma State, you gonna get mad at him because he wants a victory lap. Some of these kids do. Come out for victory lap. I'm not an individual. I'm not an individualist. No, no. I'm not when, an individual. When the kids come out for their senior day, knowing that they're going to go into the NFL draft, you get mad at him. No, I don't. Well, that's a victory lap. That's an announcement. An announcement like he made is all eyes on me because I'm Ed Oliver and I'm I'm bigger than the football well, team. So you don't That's know what the way he did. in which he made the announcement. Okay. Big. That's what he did. And I'm saying big When anytime bro. anybody brings attention to themselves and puts themselves above everybody else in the locker room, I have issue with that. Then you have his issue with most of the guys that play quarterback. It's different. Oh, wait, but, but, but you mean, know that. But are you on the team? Is it a team concept? It's Can different. The you know that. The quarterback is a different position. I you know that. No, I disagree. Oh, you know no, that. No, I disagree because, hey, look, if you decided to, you wanted to turn your back on your quarterback, would your quarterback be any good? RJ, you know that's different. I'm, I, I refuse to believe that a quarterback is any different from the team. Unless the quarterback himself wants to make himself an individual. In which case, we allow it. Allow how individuality how? You don't like individuality from a defensive tackle. But you'll take it from I don't like people that put themselves above the football team. And quarterbacks do that. How? Ben Roethlisberger's doing it right now. Is he? Yeah. How? Hey, 
I'm the I'm the captain of this team. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Is that not to say that I don't take into account what the team needs or what my teammates want from me? Don't hold him. Don't don't be mad at Ben Roethlisberger that because Antonio Brown's not playing there anymore. No, I'm gonna be bad at mad at Ben Roethlisberger in the way you're gonna be mad at Ed Oliver. <clears throat> all I said was, all I said was, and I'm not a Ben Roethlisberger fan, so you're not hurting my feelings with that either. Well, I mean, um, I'm, I'm I'm pulling for the kid. I'm not necessarily pulling for Ed Oliver. Okay, anymore than, there we go. Thank you. I'm there we go. I'm I, pulling for the kid. Yes, and I'm yes pull right for, for the kid. And I know you're pulling for the kid. And I know you're pulling for the kid. I know you're pulling for the kid. You, that that is your that is something that you believe in, and I believe in the kid too. Just like I believe, but I believe in guys. I, I truly believe that football is the greatest team sport in the world. I, uh, it, it, hey, man, if that were true, we would have way more respect for long snappers, kickers, punters, specialists. <laughs> I do. I have a. I have a ton of respect for him. Right, and that's that. And you believe it's the greatest team sport in the world. You do. But as yeah, a, I do. But as a dude that competitively cheerleaded, I and played football, I have a different understanding. I know one thing. I I, w- I hope that when we did this cheerleading thing, that you were part of a team because if I can't trust you holding me up or catching me, we're gonna have an issue. Right, but if I can't trust you to stay tight and up top on my hands. We're gonna. You're right. Team. So what is that? That's teamwork, man. Well, but it's also teamwork. I think that with football, what I need the wide receiver to do. What's he coach to do on your team? I don't know what your system and is. That, well, I mean, just period. I mean, the basic fundamentals of football. What is the wide receiver's job description? Catch the football. Yeah, but do I need him to play? Do I need him to move the ball? Like, it, for, I need a center. I need offensive lineman. I need somebody to take the snap. I need a running back. Do I need flankers and split ends? You technically don't need Yeah, one. that's what I mean. So, like, that's where I'm going with this. I think that team sports mean that every single piece of the puzzle is necessary. Uh, it is necessary if you want to go ahead and win. I don't know because we play lots of football without the idea of a flanker or a wide receiver doing much of anything. He blocks his ass off. Does he? Because I can bring him in and make him a tight end or, a, or an extra lineman. Just play him. If off you the want ball. to start talking about Army and if you want to start talking about Army and Navy and the option teams, or they run one route and they they run one or two routes. They block almost every play. I think. I I just I will never, especially as a person that played a position that was a team inside of a team. I believe in in the team concept. Always will believe in the team concept. Man, I, I believe that there. I believe that I. I believe that you need to have some individuality within the team to be healthy. I think that I think that Lincoln does that better right now than anybody. He allows individualistic freedoms within a team structure. He allows guys to express themselves and be themselves, but still, if if you go into that facility down there, there will be a bunch of propaganda that you'll read that'll be about the team concept. So if Ed Oliver were to walk out of OU's locker room and do what he did and Lincoln allowed it, you'd still have a problem with it. What, to do what? Say, I don't think that – my problem with Ed Oliver is this here, Okay. He went ahead and he and he made the claim. This is my last year. Okay, that's great. He did that. That's fine and dandy. 
And then there was a whole bunch of issues the rest of the year with him and this and that and holding himself out of games and not playing. And then it was this. And then he won't play in the ball. You know how I feel about that, too. You and I have talked about it, about it with uh, Baker, the kid from Georgia, the, the Thorpe Award winner. And we just talked about it with, with, with Marquise. So it's, it's like he said he was leaving, but it was like he had already left. Does that make sense? I, I mean, yes and It's no. like if you're talking about retiring, you've already retired. Well, then you thought that Dwayne Wade already retired. In, in a way, some well, of those guys have, yes. I mean, and, and I guess I, I would say if your teammates think you're hurting the team, that's one thing. Hey, hey RJ, my, my, son, my son Owen just walked in the house. Would you like, uh, would you like for him to, to give you the synopsis of the new Avengers movie? I will hang up this phone. <laughs> Are you sure? And I will he can go ahead and tell you right now if I you want to hear all about curse it. Curse your name. <laughs> I will I will ruin your last day on the radio, <laughs> I swear before Lord. Hey, hey, by the way, I'm gonna bring you a gift. My son brought home something, I'm gonna give it to you as a gift. Uh oh. You will dig this. I will I bet you I see this in the next. I bet you I see this in the next. Uh, one of your next videos, as soon as you get a frame for it. Mm. I'll send you a picture of it. Hold on. Nice. But yeah, they just got back, man. They just got back from yeah. from. Uh, good for them for securing tickets. I I was in I was in digital line for over two hours for the right to buy yeah. tickets in Dallas. That's what I heard, man. It is bad. I was pissed. I'm going to. Two o'clock tomorrow. Two is that when you're going? Yeah. Two o'clock tomorrow. I just sent you a picture right. of what I got for you. All right. I'm ready. Looking for it. I sent it. I, t I tweet. I texted it to you. When it gets there, I'll let you know. But um, no. Getting back into the draft as we as we do what we always do. We're passionate about points. You know, it's, but that's the thing I enjoy about this, and that's why it's that's why it's it's good because it's it's two dudes that. That are that are friends on a telephone and and they're talking about current events and it's it's good. Um, and I think that most people are yelling at their friends about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do you really think that? I do. No, I do. I think that a lots of I think lots of one of uh, the reasons for which folks might listen to us or or watch the channel or listen to the radio is they'll sit in the car and yell at the stereo. Right, and then call up the buddy, and say, "What I would you believe what this sob here just said?" <laughs> I mean, because that's how I got into it. I mean, no, but just seriously, before we wrap it up, because we're not going to make it through this draft. Um, well, let me. Let, well, we we can hop down and and we can hop down and talk. Well, we talked a little bit about Josh Jacobs and Marquise Brown already. Sweat did finally go twenty six to uh, Washington after they traded, and then um, they've got about they've got four picks left in the first round. Okay. Uh, so but go ahead. So sweat in arrhythmia. Ooh, that's sexy. Not that sexy. Yeah. Is it like sweat made in? That's sexy. No, I'm looking at what you sent me. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna tell him. And that's cardstock too, Ooh. so it'll it'll look good in a frame. I, I, you, mm, yeah. And so uh, you know, I'm getting ready to try to to move into this. <laughs> yeah. All right, you did. I'll, we'll keep it here if you don't want it, man. No, 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 no. I said like I, I, I like 
just give me give me like a week is what I'm saying. Yeah, I will. I'll yeah, give you a week. Yeah, yeah, give me like a week, and then. By the way, congratulations, dude. I well, know you worked. I know you worked hard, and congrats. Um, I'm, I'm closing on a on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday, and then uh. When are we having a barbecue, man? Why everybody want me to have a barbecue? <laughs> Come on, man. Let's have a barbecue. Buy me a grill, Jerry. Okay. Oh shit. You want a grill? <laughs> Look at Jerry. Jerry Jerry's like, say no more, fam. I got you. Yeah. All right. Cool. I got something to do. Dog I on it. Now I got a grill. That's my housework. That's my housework gift I've for you, man. I've been talking to everybody else. It's like, why y'all want me to do X, Y, Z? And we're like, <laughs> what are the, the 17 things is, yo, man, when you got to have a barbecue? And I'm like, what? When y'all going to give me a grill? And everybody's like, oh, you know, I just, you know, when you get around to it, with, with your with your OU insider money, and I'd be like, see, <laughs> see, and here Jerry's over here like, I'm fine, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it, punk. <laughs> I'm ready. Just, damn it. Anyway. I'm sure du- I'm sure double kick in for some for some for a grill or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, he'll, he'll come over and and just kick me off of it and start talking about uh, yeah. Robert be on the talking about see now this is. This is how you do this, RJ. Yes, exactly. And then all of a sudden, I'll be with this six foot two Creek Indian standing <laughs> over me. Like, Robert, can I get to my grill in a minute? <coughs> Listen, now, nah, uh, so sweats off the board. Who do we expect? That's the game that I want to play. Who's still on the board that shouldn't be? Cody Ford. Cody Ford's still on the board. I don't think he should be. Right. Um, you still got uh, you still got Juwan Taylor, the offensive lineman from Florida, who some had going to uh, Jacksonville. Some had going to Jacksonville at yeah. seven. He might got uh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke is still on the board. Here's the one that I want to know what happened. Okay, and maybe you can tell me what went down. I didn't do enough digging on this guy, but one of our finalists was Greedy Williams at LSU. He's still on the board at number five. Now, rumor has it they did the old, well, man, he, you know, he's like Deion Sanders, man. He can only cover people. He can't. He can't tackle nobody. I'll take Deion. <laughs> you can give me Deion. I'll take Deion. But uh, yeah, Greedy Williams is still on the board. My uh, my favorite guy, who I really really like, is uh, Rock Yasin from uh, Temple. He's a corner. You know, that's the thing that hasn't run yet. There's only that's if you're looking at if you're looking at positions that haven't run, really run, cornerbacks is the number one thing. They yeah, it's cornerbacks and safeties. Now they've had a couple of safety just got picked. Um a safety just got picked by uh by uh, the Raiders. They took the safety from uh, Mississippi State. Um, is who they took. They took, uh, yeah, they took Jonathan Abraham. Um, but really, that's the position that hasn't run yet. And really, and to be honest with you, there's been, there's been two, three, four, I guess five OL taken. So not a there's there's still a deep pool of offensive linemen available. So I think you're going to see some you're going to see some definite old school trying to trade up in the second round because there's going to be a boatload of talent available early tomorrow. Jerry, I swear to the Lord, if you listen to this and you don't take a safety at 58, I'm going to fight you. 
<laughs> doggone well go get Taylor Rap. Stop playing with me, Jerry. <laughs> Baker's sitting there too, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I okay, so like he's the he's the Thorpe Award winner. But I'm looking at Greedy Williams' game, and I'm just trying to figure out, like, what do you want to run? You know, because those aren't the same kinds of corners. You know what I mean? Right. So it's right. That, that, like, Raps available, and I know you really, really liked him. Oh man, I know you really I mean, liked. Like him. that was between him. I mean, outside of guys that ended up being finalists. Uh, oh, I guess Julian Love was a finalist, but like I, yeah, him. I just. Nobody threw to his side of the field, Jerry. And when they did, they almost always regretted it. Like, if that dude gets the ball skills down the way that a wide receiver might, he's a seven-pick dude in the league. I mean, just hash mark the sideline, he'll take it away. And if you got that dude on this Dallas defense, my God. If you look at ESPN's top top 25 best available players, they got eight of them are or DBs. Eight of them are DBs. So, I think you'll see a run early on DBs tomorrow. That's going to start getting after. Here's the, here's, here's the player before we go. This is the guy I want you to watch. Who I think is interesting. It's the quarterback from uh, North Carolina State, Ryan Finley. Yeah, well, okay, the so guy like, you need to look at. I, I, I heard his name, and I didn't – I mean, that's one guy I just did not do my due diligence on. Uh, but then I saw his Wonderlick score, and I'm a sucker for a good Wonderlick score. <laughs> well, that you know, that's because you're you've got multiple degrees now. You're doggone right it is. <laughs> you're doggone right it is. You know what? You might have multiple. You might have multiple. Hey, you might have multiple degrees, but you know what you don't have that I have? A grill. <laughs> I got a grill and you don't. I, mean, I got a couple grills, man. Jerry, what do you need with a couple grills? I got three grills, actually. Why? Because, man, you man can never have too many, too many cooking devices. What was your Wonderlick score again? Thirty-two. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, dude. I'm the chef, man. Dude, you should have seen what I made tonight, dude. I was. It How was you go keep three grills doing, Jerry? Huh? How you go keep three grills doing? Well, I got two on the porch. One's a one works on charcoal and one works on gas. Jeez. So I got a I got a green egg and I got a gas grill. I got a pit barrel smoker, and um, then I got my 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 hasty bake downstairs. I even got a portable grill in my garage that goes into my tailgate hitch and swings out at the tailgates, and I got a grill at the okay, tailgate. So, so that was like my first iteration. Not my first iteration. That was the first opportunity that I had to find out who Jerry F. and Ostrowski was. Because like, <laughs> I'm like a child, and Jerry used to tailgate like outside the stadium, like right next to like take up like three parking spots or whatever. Jerry still does. See, that's what I'm saying, right? And it'd be like, yo, what what the hell is going on? Oh, that's Jerry's. Like, Jerry, is Jerry, like, throwing a disco? Like, what's, what we got? Are you, you know, we added last year. We added Saturday television last year. Oh, my goodness. See, like, 
That was my first. It was like, yo, who is? And I mean, it was cold too. And it's just like Craig Thorpe's. Want to say it's like his his first year? What was his first? Year? Uh, no, it would have been like his third. It would have been like his yeah, right around in there somewhere. See, we had a couple spots, and then my I got one spot. I originally had two, and then I, my buddy BT uh, Brian Thompson, who play I played at Tulsa with his receiver. Right. Uh, he's got the other one now, so we go we go back to back and and do joint tailgates. So uh, we got satellite now. We've got. We've got all kinds of stuff. Good grief. See, and that was it was also one of those velvet rope deals too. Cause it wasn't just anybody getting into <laughs> Jerry's to Jerry's tailgate. You have people that actually come by like, nah, keep walking. You this ain't No, nah, you're always welcome, man. Well, we, I, well, yeah, that's I'm, the I'm thing. Talking about, I'm talking about me in, 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 in like middle school, high school, dog. Oh man, we have we have so many people show up, dude. We got dudes that just show up. Don't even go to the game, like dudes just walking they just come by on Saturday at home games because now we're going to be there. We just feed everybody, man. Oh man, see that's 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 what I would be doing. Like, <clears throat> let me get on this. Let me get on this. Uh, this tailgate beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me let me get on this. No, nah, I'm just here for the tailgate. I'll go watch and then not go to the game. Sit there and watch the game on TV. <laughs> Dude, uh, we we watch the game outside now. It's going to change here real soon because my responsibilities are a little bit different. You know, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm like George and Wheezy, man. I'm George. I'm like moving on up to the to the deluxe department in the sky. You know, yeah, we can talk about it. It's it's good to go. We can talk about it. Okay, so the uh, the the title is director of premium sales, correct? Director of premium seating. So basically, what it is is I didn't want a title. Okay, I told him it's like, look, I don't need a title. I I work. Ooh, I, I'll tell the story, then I'll give you the latest news. Okay. Um, I, I work much better under the cover of darkness. I'm a firm believer that deals are made on the, in the basement, not the, not the 56th floor of a building. Um, but anyway, to make a long story short, um, basically I'll be handling all the suite and club seat ticket sales. And then I'll also be doing three or four other responsibilities working in conjunction with, uh, uh, our athletic director and associate athletic directors and um, with different projects and things that we have going on. So it's a very fluid job. It's a very fluid situation. Um, my main responsibility right off the bat is to make sure we got people in suites and uh, we got people on our club seats and make sure those people have somebody they can talk to and, um, and they're taken care of. So because those people are very important to us. I mean, if you're going to spend that kind of money and come to a game, we want to make sure that, that um, it's the best experience that you can have. So um, I'm really looking forward to it, RJ. It's exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that we're able to continue our our podcast and the things that we do together. And I'm sure that uh, we'll cross paths in, in other areas at some point as well. So um, looking forward to it. And uh, and like I said, always grateful to you. Grateful to you and your friendship and your support and the fact that we get to do this and. And, and argue about silly things and, and, and have a good time with it. Ah, uh, hell. I mean, we, we would do that anyway. Uh, um. <clears throat> By the way, uh, TCU gets a first-rounder. Uh, Collier just got picked by the Seahawks. Collier? Yes. Yo. L, was it LJ Collier? Uh, that would have not been my pick from that defense. Yeah. Yo. Okay. Look, <laughs> Gary Patterson's about, about to walk into Austin and be like, let me show you myself from the front. It just 
And next on the clock and trading with Seattle is the Giants. And the Giants take 2019 Jim Thorpe Award winner. They took they took our boy Baker from Georgia. Went before Greedy Williams. How about that? How about that? Well, that's that's why we picked him as the winner and not Greedy Williams, right? Yeah, man. 30th overall. DeAndre Baker. DeAndre Baker has not given up a touchdown since 2016, y'all. Just, just so yeah. clear. Like that's, that's that dude. That's wow. So you got two pick, you got two picks left in the first round. You got the, the Rams the Rams are on the clock next, and then you got the uh the Death Star. You've got uh you've Ooh, got the we'll probably trade out of their probably trade out of their spot. If you, if to me personally, if I see the cats that they got up high in the second round, I do that. But we, you know, the thing that we can talk about at another point is we're just about, we got a couple of minutes before we wrap this thing up. Um, I think that the, the fifth year option contract now is so valuable and how you build a team and how you manage your cap. There's teams trying to trade into the first round just to get that ability and get that contract. Yeah, we need to unpack that more because I, I also have opinions about this that uh, don't. And there you have it. Right. The Rams have traded their pick to the Falcons. Good. Just as I had just as I had, had spoken, and I guarantee you the Rams are going to get up into the second round high and get a few more picks out of this. I'm just telling you, man, this is a this is that draft. There's nothing sexy about it. There's nothing earth shattering about it. Um. If you're if you're a an Oklahoma Sooner fan, you're extremely happy for the second year in a row. But this is a value draft with tons of talent available later in the draft, and there's going to be a ton of really really good football players that come out of this draft, and not necessarily in the first two rounds. All right, that's going to do it for us on the RJO show where we got through half the draft and then started doing what we normally do, which is arguing on the phone. I'm RJ Young. That's Jerry Ostrowski. We will see you when we do this again. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. If you don't rate, review, and subscribe, I might need to find you and, uh, I don't know, force you to eat anything that I cook on this grill that Jerry's apparently going to buy. I was going to say, if you, don't, if you don't rate it and, and, and like it, we won't invite you to the barbecue. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us. Doses. All right. Late.